1: Welcome to the first Dragon Con edition of the Needless Things podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Phantom Troublemaker, and I, the con crud has not hit me as heavily as it has in the past, but I've definitely got some, some fatigue and some soreness and some mucus happening. I don't want to get too much into it and gross you out, but it bit me a little bit but it was well worth it because this is by far the finest dragon con i have ever been a part of not just attended but been a part of and i'll talk a little bit about that in a minute first i want to tell you this episode is sponsored by underoos the underwear that's still fun to wear that's right the needless things underoos giveaway is in its final stages and first, I want to tell you about Underoos. Though in 1977, they launched a line of superhero-inspired underwear that transformed a generation of kids into their favorite characters—Boba well, Fett, Luke as a rebel pilot, all that kind of stuff. Those are the ones I, or those are some of the ones I had. I also had Flash and uh, Captain Marvel and Batman, uh, tons and tons of different stuff. Well, Underoos are back. They're now available in men's sizes small to double extra large, junior's sizes small to double extra large, which, by the way, there's been some confusion with the sizing. People go to the site and they see the materials and they think junior sizes. Well, that's no good. But the way they've done it is the junior's uh, fits up to a women's 16. So, ladies, this stuff is for you. They're just calling it junior's. Uh, It's probably some kind of tax reason. I don't know, but but don't discount them because you see juniors. That's just how it is. And youth, extra small to medium. Each set is meticulously crafted from soft, stretchy, 100% cotton with a relaxed fit that will keep you comfortable all day. The tea or tank from each Underoos set can be worn as a regular t-shirt too, which is what I did as a kid. That Boba Fett shirt worn every day. There are so many pictures of me as a kid with the Boba Fett shirt on. So underoos sponsoring the show and we're giving them away all you have to do is send an email to phantom at gmail.com with underoos in the subject line now this contest is only good for the u.s and canada so sorry for our international listeners but in that email you're going to tell me your favorite underoos style when you were a kid or even what they've got available now and you're going to tell me what character or franchise you would like to see that they are not currently offering. I will forward that to the Underoos people, and you will have a direct impact on what the nerds of America are wearing under their clothes, or perhaps even as clothes as the t-shirt case may be. But anyway, send that email. This contest ends at midnight on September 14th. Uh, We've got a lot of entries, so you're going to want to get it in, make it good. We're going to draw randomly, and I will let the winner know via email. If you want me to, I'll announce it on the show. I can do that, too. But anyway, go to underoos.com today and see what they have available. There's bound to be something there that you're going to want to see. And right now, if you're hearing this uh, over the weekend... Use code STARWARS7 7 for $7 off Star Wars Underoos. 7 bucks off your underwear. Uh, let's talk about Dragon Con. <laughs> it was incredible. My heart is so full right now. Uh, it, it is currently Wednesday after Con. I've been home for two days. Uh, recovering, doing a lot of napping, drinking a lot of fluids, lots of apple juice, by the way, thanks to Bambi Lynn of Radio Cult, because Friday night, I did two panels Friday, and then I called wrestling for three hours straight, and Saturday morning, my throat felt like I had been eating razor blades. Uh, I posted something about it on Facebook, and the lovely and brilliant Bambi Lynn of Radio Cult said, mix half water and half apple juice and it will help you out. And I went to the Peachtree Center Food Court and I got some apple juice and poured it in some water and holy cow, if just a few minutes later uh, my throat wasn't already feeling 10 times better. Uh, so Saturday, Saturday was the game show and all all of the love in my old crotchety heart that is not taken up by my family and my dogs goes to Dana, And Sean, and Linnea, and Oz, for just being magnificent human beings, Uh, it couldn't. The game show, for for what we had control over, couldn't have gone better. Uh, The room was too small. We had to turn away. Probably my guess is about 150 people, Uh, and the AV system went out while we were setting up so we had no microphones so again uh we're we're shouting we had to put on the show with basically no mics well not even basically with no mics and uh red ranger our programming buddy sean uh, couldn't play any of the delightful music that we'd put together because it was uh playing it sounded as though you were holding a walkman with headphones attached to it up for an audience to hear uh, it was a pretty bad situation, but we made the best of it. A lot of people had a really good time. And if you were there or if you were not able to get in, please, please, please go into the DragonCon 2015 app. Find Con, Con Game Game Show Show, which is not the title of the show. I don't know why that happened either. Uh, and rate it and tell them we need a bigger room, because we do. And tell them we need a working audio system, because we do. Uh... Lots of problems happened, but we surmounted them and entertained a lot of people and it was incredible. And I'm gonna tell you guys about one more thing uh, because we have several podcasts to go uh, before I get into regular stuff again. It's gonna be Dragon Con for the next few weeks, so i'm gonna I'm gonna spread my stories out a little bit. Uh, I wanna thank Bo Brown and I wanna thank Crispy from Dragon Con TV. Because just seeing you guys and hanging out with you guys made things a little bit more magical. Uh, but really, my, my game show family, my, my dirty, dirty, con-con, game, game, show, show family, uh, you guys just, I love you guys. It was incredible. Thank you. Uh, all right, what have we got now? What am I going to play for you guys? Do you know I'm talking right now and I have not even decided yet what this episode is going to be? Uh, but you know what? Just now in my mind... I'm not going in chronological order. I'm going to save the Schwartz panel, I think, for next week, maybe. Right now, since it's needless things, uh, I'm going to bring you Toy Stories, which was a panel where myself and four panelists brought toys in. Uh, We shared stories about them, and then we went out to the audience, who also brought some toys in, and we talked to some people without toys as well. It was something that I wanted to try out as a more interactive way of doing a toy panel, as opposed to bringing in a big heap of toys and just rambling about them Uh, we brought in one toy and rambled about it which is kind of what I said at the beginning of the panel and I realized like this isn't it's not clear what the difference is here except I'm carrying less stuff so this is needless things presents toy stories live from dragon con with michael bailey Jay Hornsby the Belligerent Monkey, Sean Castic, Sean Rosato, and of course the lovely and talented Gary Mitchell of the Revcast and one of the directors of the Classics track. So sit back and enjoy. Today, we're here to record a live episode of the Needless Things podcast. Uh, This is called Toy Stories, and I have brought together uh, some folks that wanted to come up here and share some stories about specific toys, uh, whether they're from the present, whether they're from the past, but... It's something that I want to do a little differently. I didn't want to just come up here today and bring a pile of toys and talk, you know, this was made in 1962 and you can buy it here. And this is, I want to do something a little more interactive. I want to do something with some emotional attachment. And I wanted you guys to bring your own toys and share your own toy stories. Uh, So I'm Phantom Troublemaker. I run NeedlessThingsSite.com, which is uh, movies, music, toys, pop culture, all kinds of the stuff we're here to doing this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and I also run the Needless Things podcast, which you can check out at NeedlessThingsSite.com and as part of the ESO network, but we are going to talk about some toys now. Are you guys ready?
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Awesome. All right. I'm going to kick this off because the toy that I had in mind is something that I had as a kid. It was one of the very first toys I ever had. Um, some of you might recognize this gentleman. <laughs> so, to properly tell this story, I'm going to pop this guy open here. Uh, Did you hear the
3: audible gas there? Like, popped it open. Like, freaked
1: out for a second. So, this is not uh, an actual Mego Superman, because I am not made of money. Uh, but it is a reproduction done by Figures Toy Company, who make absolutely fantastic reproductions of the Mego stuff, and are doing their own new stuff, like mm-hmm. the Batman 66 line, which is incredible. But... My very first toys that I remember having when I was a kid were the Mego World's Greatest Superheroes. And I had Batman, I had Robin, I had Superman, I had a Spider-Man, and they're just, I mean, these are, how many of you guys have played with these?
4: The hands go up, yeah. Awesome.
1: (laughs) I mean, they've got costumes, they're well-jointed, you can do all kinds of fun stuff with them, and they're huge. Uh, So, when I was a kid, I would say I was probably around three years old. We're up at my grandparents' in North Carolina for Christmas. And I get my world's greatest superheroes. I've got my selection. I've got Batman, Robin. I'm playing with him up there the whole weekend. We're having a lot of fun. And on the way home, in the car, probably about halfway back to Georgia, I say, ah! Just like that, because that's what I sounded like when I was three. Um... (laughs) And my mom is very concerned. She thinks my head has fallen off or something. I, I can't even imagine the noise that I made and what she attributed to my overreaction. And I said we have to go back to Granny and Papa's. And <laughs> my parents, of course, at this point realize there's something absurd going on. Like it, there, there's no injury. I've not fallen out the window or anything. Uh, okay, well, what's what's wrong? We don't have Superman's gloves. Oh no. Now, you all sitting in this room now, being mature, intelligent nerds, know Superman does not have gloves, right? but Batman and Robin both had the oven mitt vinyl style gloves, and in my three-year-old brain, who was not yet immersed in geek culture was thinking, here's Batman with his nice vinyl oven mitt gloves. Here's Robin with his, where are Superman's gloves? They must be at Granny's. We've got to go back. So we get back home because they're not turning around. That's silly. We're not driving three and a half hours back. (laughs) Uh, We get home, and immediately my mom gets Granny on the phone. Stat. Granny, we have a dilemma. You must immediately scour every inch of your home and locate Superman's gloves. And this, I didn't find this out until years later. Granny, at this point, being somewhat more savvy than the average granny, perhaps, said, Sweetie, I don't think Superman has gloves. You got schooled by your granny. Well, I didn't know this. My mom, having a conversation, said, Mother... He says that Superman's gloves are missing. You've got to look for them. Okay, I will. So, Granny and Papa scoured the house, finding no Superman gloves because they do not exist. And I didn't find out uh, really until years later. Like, I remembered the story, and I was like, oh, that was sweet of them to look for. Wait a minute. Right. And it all sort of came together in my head, like, "Wow, what a dumb little kid I was <laughs> so that's uh, that's my my initial story I've, We've got a couple more things up here, but I, I want to make sure everybody you know we're going to go around we're going to go to you guys, and uh, if we've got a little extra time, I've got a couple more things back here, but uh, let's go to Gary now. Uh, maybe let's go to Michael now. Michael, I recognize that beauty. Yes. Um,
5: my name is Michael Bailey. I host a podcast called Abuse from the Long Box." I also host a very egotistically named Bailey's Batman podcast, Ego, which I uh, which I can say for sure is the best Batman podcasted hosted by a guy named Michael Bailey. The internet will prove me wrong eventually.
3: Um, God, wouldn't that be like the most horrible thing ever? If like somebody else named Michael Bailey started a Batman podcast and you're number two. Yeah on that list like screw
6: you guy the
1: ratings are in I have bad news <laughs> oh my
5: god um, but despite what is in front of me and despite having that podcast uh, I, I I am a big Superman's my guy uh and has been since I was 11 but before that it was Batman and uh Christmas time for me since I was born in 76 I I I had themed Christmases starting in about first grade 82 and 83 were Star Wars mm-hmm yeah. 84, all about some masters of the universe. Like, yeah. straight up, Castle Skull in the house, all that. 85 comes around, and uh, I-, I think something that children of this generation will miss out on is the Sears Wish Book. Oh, yeah. 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 Which was the kid's Bible. You yeah, got yeah. it around October, and you started making your list. The diorama. photos. Yeah, the yes. diorama
3: photos you yeah. would do.
5: Yeah. I wanted to it's, it's like, so. <laughs> <need that. laughs> That year, eighty-five, I discovered the Superpowers line of figures. Superpowers were kind of the the inherit the successors of Mego, at least as DC is concerned. Mm. Uh, they are better than the Secret Wars figures. I will accept <laughs> no arguments about this. <laughs> it but features. The, the the best thing about the the Superpowers line was that they were comic book authentic. Uh, the stock art they used was by an artist named Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, oh, yes. praise be his name. And, <laughs> I like how you made that into a prayer. That was uh, nice. It's actually a running gag on a show called The Fire and Water Podcast, mm-hmm. uh, which is about Aquaman and Firestorm, because you can't get much more niche than that. Fair enough. Uh, wow. But they, they started it, so I've, I, a bunch of us continue it. But, Hang uh, on,
1: I've got to make a note for the game show tomorrow night. Yeah.
5: Aquaman and Firestorm. <laughs> got it. So... <laughs> By by eighty five, it was in the second wave where superpowers decided, "Hey, we want to give Jack Kirby some money," so they introduced all these uh, new new gods figures and all that. But I was really only about one thing that Christmas, and that is the Batmobile. Mm. This, I, I feel like I feel like I'm in like a, a new car place. It's like the features are: it had a battering ram. I remember that. Oh. It had headlights. Which pop-up. This one's a little old, so it doesn't really do that. And it has a grappling hook. This thing right here occurred to me a couple years ago when I was really thinking it, is that this is horrible. Yeah, yeah. Because the idea is you get your figure and you drive off. (laughs) And when you think about that in real life, Batman <laughs> is dropping criminals off at police headquarters that are just stumps, <laughs> bloody
7: dead stumps. But he two, didn't kill them. Right? And <laughs> Chief O'Hara comes down and goes,
5: Begora, Batman, you
7: killed
1: another one." I mean, those
5: physics, Batman didn't do it. But, but yeah.
1: bat physics. But if I, that criminal had planned better and worn a suit of armor, <laughs> that's not Batman's
5: fault. Um, crime <laughs> deterrent. I got I got a lot of uh, a lot of superpowers toys that Christmas. I got the Hall of Justice. I got oh. the Super Oh, the Hall of oh, Justice. I remember that, that it. thing.
3: Yeah, I think had it was had cool. the landing
7: pad, the, the jail cell, yes. the place where yeah. everyone
5: hung out. It, 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 it was so fantastic. I got about ten the or so The corner where everybody figures. mocked Waco Man. Yeah. Any
1: hero, or really any toy headquarters that does not have a jail cell
5: of some f- sort yes. just goes straight in the trash. Right. <laughs> if you don't have a jail cell, forget it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but getting the Batman and Robin figures, and somewhere out there there's a picture of me, because I got PJs that year, because that's when they started putting capes on the PJs which yeah. were awesome, <laughs> there's a picture of me in my Batman PJs holding not this one, this one, un- unfortunately my superpowers line went missing in a move um, my mother would do this uh, she would like when we move, we, we made this big move in 86, and I think she just got rid of most of my toys while I was at school so that they wouldn't have to move them um, so my lovely wife, uh, we celebrate two anniversaries, our first date and our wedding anniversary. And back in July for our first date, this oh, is what she got nice. me. Oh, my that's gosh. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. And it's in really good condition. It's the thing, beautiful. The thing yeah. about the Batmobile uh, in terms of value is if you get one in mint, mint in package, it's like 200 bucks. This thing was only like 60 and, wow. it's, and it's gorgeous. I mean, yeah. it's it's That's it's intact. Great. It's in very good condition. The, yeah, uh, there's like slight cracks on the thing. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> but they're not scratched to heck. Like yeah. a lot of them are. And the the bat symbols on in both tact. sides, which I absolutely love. You would get open it anyway. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean
3: that, that toy looks like it's been played with a little bit, but yeah. not like you... my Batmobile. Because I had this thing as a yeah. kid. It by the time I grew up, it was like just a couple of like wheels and a little bit of blue plastic. Because I would use that Batwing Ram and I'd hit it against everything. Castle Graceville, I chipped off. The it's bat a battering Yeah, you I tripped off, off the face of that. The little plastic uh, nubs for the the
8: cockpit yeah, all ripped to most, hell. Uh, windows on mine.
3: I did the uh, the little grappling hook thing. Mm-hmm. Tore off the damn line. I mean, it was tore up. People, I was like the trailer park version of this <laughs> Batmobile because I beat it to hell. I mean, that thing looks amazing in comparison. And I love
7: that Batman wheel design.
5: Yeah, I really do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, it, it's my favorite. It really is. This is the '80s design uh, that. I, I think, as you said, popped up really in the the '79 animated series.
1: Now, someone to carry over
9: to well, like yeah. the Super Friends, mm-hmm. yeah. And it
5: clearly
1: is inspired by the '60s design. I mean, yeah. it's got those elements there, but the but boxes. it's yeah. it's so, it's got that like cartoony feel to it that I yeah. Like. I mean, that design basically stuck
3: around. I mean, that that basic shape was around until the Tim Burton Batmobile. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that was the Batmobile for a better part of fifteen mm-hmm. some odd years. Was the, that was how it looked. I mean, more really if you all go all the way back to Adam West, but it's beautiful.
5: Now, the one thing. I never noticed about this until I got it in the mail. Is the bat on the back of it? Oh yeah, the spoiler. Yeah. So oh. I, I feel stupid for not noticing that. <laughs> but uh, After and, and, all those years. and it's kind of funny because the superpowers line. I mean, like I said, I was into He-Man, I was into Star Wars, I was into GI. J. I had my two Christmases of GI Joe. You know, and I never really think of going back and getting any of those mm. but I have made a point of getting all of my superpowers figures yeah, yeah, back yeah. that I had right. just to have them because one they're really nice looking mm. and two it's just that, that connection to it It's it's like everything that I am as a comic book fan kind of starts right here yeah and, and with the cartoons and stuff. So, you got the
8: bat head too.
5: You know, the bat head. The eyes. Yeah. And the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. That's bat shaped because it's it's the 80s. Because and that he's Batman. Because all
7: Batman has OCD. Him, him
5: <laughs> and Hordak and Cobra Commander, all about branding. All about branding.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Even the cookies. <laughs> they got the branding going on. But that is my story. Very cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. That great. Uh, Jay,
8: introduce yourself and share your tale. Sure, I'm Jay Hornsby, also known as the Belligerent Monkey. Yeah. I do uh, pop art, and so uh, the real genius, the weird science, and I like, think the foosball one over there is the stuff I do. Cool. So it's all uh, available at belligerentmonkey.com. And I was uh, uh, they were nice enough to invite me to provide some artwork and be on the panel. Uh, so I'm super excited. Um, the toy I brought today is uh, a Spider-Man from the, uh, oh, yeah. the Spider-Man Classics line. Yeah. And so this was big because it, uh, for a couple reasons. One, uh, this uh, led to uh, Marvel Legends, a line of toys Mm -hmm. I still collect today, 14 years later. Um, So it it, it was the first time it came with uh, Superposable, had a comic book and a base, which was really nice. Um, But yeah, it kicked off 14 years of picking up figures, and uh, I don't want to even think about how much money that is. But uh, Bookshelves and bookshelves. Uh, But it was also right when we first moved to Atlanta uh, in 2001, and so we went from uh, uh, knowing five people to literally knowing like 50 within a very short period of time. Uh, I got this guy on the way uh, to Whirly Ball with uh, with someone, (laughs) and so it was was nice to actually have someone that was into toys as well, Um, because in in college I didn't really know anyone that was really into it, so it was the first time... uh, Someone else wanted to go buy. you know, and we went. You know, hey, do you want to go look and look for toys? That was not a crazy question. It was absolutely. Let's go do it. You didn't get the look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, uh, right before Whirly Ball we found I think a whole set. I found him the uh, classic costume and the Daredevil. It um, a
0: KB. What's that? Was it a KB toy? No,
8: I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't God. even remember now. But uh, uh, so we had a great time at Whirly Ball and uh, like I said, we that, that became our best group of friends uh, that we had just met at that time.
3: Yeah, it was funny when we were uh, sitting up here before the show started. He he pulled that out, and I had a sense memory back to the '80s of the original Secret Wars uh, Spider-Man and that black costume. And that was one of my favorite action figures of the day. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, I was like in you know, Kid Valhalla all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Witness me! I mean, it was <laughs> like that. I had such a moment with that toy because like Spider-Man is one of those characters I think everybody identifies with to a degree. But that black Spider-Man costume has always been the one that I've liked the most because. That was the one I associated with as a kid. So, seeing that, I was like, oh, I totally get it. You know, um, I love that thing. That thing is awesome. Yeah, and
8: the line is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially starting out when they came with the comic book and came with the, the big plastic stands. Mm. Um, it's just funny. When I think of inflation, this is what I think of. Because this figure with the stand, with the comic book, was, I think, 5 or $6. Now, the same figure today, Without the without the comic book, without the stand, it's like twenty to twenty five bucks. Yeah, yeah. So it's just uh, funny. Price of plastic. Yeah, it's crazy. I quit the line at least twice. I think it went ten bucks and fifteen bucks. I said never buy another figure again. And then they make one. And you're like Don wave. Corleone. Every time you think you're out, they pull you back exactly. in. Yeah.
7: I was out of toy collecting until I ran into this crazy man. That's what I do. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> but
5: the thing about that line and the Legends line it inspired, it, or it, that evolved from it, and the DC Classics line, also great is line. that suddenly... The, com- the figures we saw in the comics mm-hmm. were on the peg. <laughs> yeah. Like, I walked into a Walmart and there was Maestro from Future Imperfect, mm-hmm. the Incredible Hulk line. Yeah. I'm like, mm. somebody made a Maestro figure? <laughs> like, it, it just boggled my mind. And it came with a Captain Marvel comic, because I didn't know that Peter David had worked him into Captain Marvel. But no, I, I, I had uh, I have that somewhere in the house, too. I love that. That base that it came with because the base was set up that you had to put him like he was
8: stuck to it. Yeah. Like he was on
5: the
3: wall. Yeah, it yeah it came
8: awesome. it came with the peg so that mm-hmm. it uh, would stand on the wall.
3: Yeah, the, the long-running toy lines like that I think are great because you start to get to those deep-cut characters like Maestro and characters that you would never get. You mentioned Firestorm earlier. You know, mm-hmm. like nobody really wanted a Firestorm toy unless you read the comic and you knew who Firestorm was or you caught those, like, five Superfriend episodes, right? And, and, you know, you could get that with those toy lines. You're like, oh, that's great. You know, so I always thought that that was such a cool thing. And, and as you see them in the modern setting, you get some crazy – obscure toys. But for that person who loves that character, it's like they're coming home. And that's
8: what I love about them. Yeah, in 14 years of making toys, I mean, they've made everybody. Yeah. Which is uh, impressive.
10: And yet. Like t- yeah, I got it
8: pretty tall for for the action figure. He's a six inch uh, yeah. scale, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, kind of standard. And the Toy Biz them. at the time,
1: I think Toy Biz tried to be pretty good about scaling these. Like they made a Wolverine that was too tall, and they realized it, and later on went back made and made a, a smaller Wolverine, a half more in scale. They were actually yeah, they were actually <laughs> concerned about these things being the right size in relation to one another. You weren't you weren't going to get a giant beefy Spider Man. With, like, action fists. Now, granted, they made plenty of those, but they weren't Marvel Legends. Right. This was... Uh, I think somewhat of a re- response to what McFarlane did with toys, yeah. in that McFarlane yeah. was making ultra detailed toys based on comic books, mm-hmm. and Toy Biz said, "Well, we can do that, but we're going to give them joints too, and we're also going to make it so when you do this, they don't explode into twenty pieces."
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
7: that was always the thing with the Migos, because you were mentioning, you know, you, you got your Mega. When I was growing up, I had, you know, the Spider-Man, I had the Superman, but I also had the Star Trek character, yeah, you know, and I had chips. Yeah. yeah you had yeah. the pond. I had I had a slot yeah I'm kind of the apes yeah. I had oh, the, the Planet of the ace. Yeah. Beautiful. My Star Trek Captain Kirk went to the most interesting planets. Well, nothing. <laughs> <even>. <laughs> the Paunch
2: Planet. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
7: you know, I had the the, the the reptile flying reptile Star Trek figure. If you remember that oh, one, wow. he had these really reptile bird like head and he had wings. I think that was from, from the, the cartoon. cartoon one. Yeah, 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 I had him.
1: There was a time where I didn't think any toy company would ever be able to match what Mego did with all of their licenses in the same style. Mm. However, Funko, with their reaction line, oh, is <laughs> really making an attempt to, to be just as encompassing. And it, once they get around to doing vehicles, it's all over. It's that's. Well, they, they've already that's started on the monsters. Right, exactly. Oh. We have a Jaws now, which is incredible this and bloody. This
2: thing is the best. <laughs> I would.
7: I tell you, I would have sworn to you on my life that I would never have a bloody Jaws shark at right. Toys R Us.
1: Yeah, of course. Now you would be correct because they are
7: gone. Oh yeah, uh,
3: because they were all bought, or because they took them off the show? Of they were all, all okay, bought. No. Jaws,
1: Jaws doesn't deal meth, so they didn't have a problem with him. Got it. Yeah, he, he just uh, eats uh, Quint, just uh,
5: you know, just half of yeah. him in his mouth. Yeah, but they Let's, didn't have a problem with
1: the worst As the shot, the shows. <laughs>
5: Let's kick it over to Sean. Oh
1: uh, yeah. And uh, I, I don't recognize this fellow. Is that yeah, is that really. robot Robot Catman? Yeah, that's Robot Catman. He's um, uh, <laughs> from
3: the famous Robot Catman line of nineteen. From Germany, right? Um, yes, German it's robot a cat German man. robot, Catman, yeah. um, and, and at night yes. he makes fun of you. That's where you learn the word Schweizer when you're five Deep. years old. Well, I <laughs> think
1: <laughs> the literal German translation is De Kittenbot,
3: but they changed it <laughs> for
1: American release. It, it
3: was a it was a dark time in the '70s, but we went with it. Um, no, actually, this is Voltron. Now, what's fun about this particular toy is that uh, this is a reproduction of the original diecast model that they had back in yeah. uh, the '80s, and if any anybody ever had bought the old 80s Voltron, it was one of those last gigantic metal toys. The Matchbox one? Uh, No, I mean, it was a scale. It's the exact same scale size. It's the exact same toy. They just remolded it. Um, But uh, what's hilarious, because I had this as a kid, um, I had It was this exact same scale, except it had silver instead of the gold parts. Right. Um, and I remember this thing weighing like a brick. And I was like, this is amazing, and I love this toy so much. And of course, when you're five, six years old, um, you play with them so much, like, all of a sudden the parts don't work together as well. So I remember the blue leg would pop off, and like eventually I lost bits of Voltron, so then I had Gimpy Voltron. And then, <laughs> and then it went from not having Gimpy Voltron to having the black line and the blue line, or, or like the red line. And like eventually it was just... I had, like, one piece of the wing. I literally, when I went to college, still had a piece of my Voltron wing because over the years, he had fallen apart so much, all I had left was one little piece of him. And I always said... That guy, right? Yeah, that guy. That's Yeah. Yeah, Matchbox. It was Matchbox, okay. Um, And I was like, I want to see this again in my life. I want to get this. And I was at New York Comic Con last year. And uh, my wife and I were vendors uh, at a bunch of different shows. And we had set up. And uh, we had not bought ourselves Christmas or anniversary presents in years. Because we always buy things whenever we want to. Like, oh, I want to go buy this cool thing. Yeah, let's go get it. And um, so I was sitting there. And Laura had just gone off and bought these uh, weird ears that read your mind. And they actually twitch and stuff. And so I was like, okay, we're getting presents this year for each other. Let's do it. So I was looking around, and I turn a corner, and here it is. It's in a glass case. And I find out that this is a reproduction. They, they've cleaned it up. they fixed all the joints. It, it's uh, Because it was New York Comic Con, it was their exclusive, so it's a gold-plated one. And I was like, oh, my God, i got to get this thing. And I said, how much is it? And they say, it's $300. And I'm like, uh, well, there went that. And I went back, and I told Laura. And she was like, go get it. You have never seen a fat man run as fast as I ran back to get this thing. And I grabbed it, and I was like, oh, my God. And I had to wait two days before I could open it because we weren't going to open it in New York. I had to wait until I was in my house. And I put this thing together, and as I kept opening it, it became more and more amazing. It came completely apart. So this actually breaks down into the five lines. They, they're fully functional, fully posable. They all have their own little bits. And then you find out a trick on the black line, which is it has this little plastic tab under his neck. You pull it out. His eyes eyes light up, which I did for you lovely folks today, uh, because I try to conserve the battery power, love that. And then I get to the second layer of the toy, which is the platform, and you actually get this key, and everybody remembers the key from back of the, oh, if I can pop it out. So you guys all remember the key, right, from uh, from Voltron. So it actually uh, does the little key part, so if I put it in, it actually starts making all the Voltron noises, let me see if I can get it to, I'm trying to do it upside down, backwards here, so bear with me a second. You can turn it around. It's- yeah, hold on, let me try to turn it around here. It will bask there in, in the F- glory
1: again. On
3: so the base lights up it does the whole dyno chargers and everything and I'm like what and if you just let it stay on for a second it'll actually like roar at you because that's what it does and I lost my mind. I was like, Yeah. So you can just leave it on, it just randomly roars at you like during the night and stuff. So she was like, you gotta turn that thing off. Um, but but I, I love this thing because I have so many great memories of playing with this Voltron toy as a kid. It, it was the first toy that I had asked for that I got, and my family wasn't that well off. You know, we, we were able to get a few things that we liked, but we never really got like the the, the toys that we would normally ask for. Like if I asked for like Two or three things I might get one of them and uh, they were able to get me that Voltron so when I saw this it was like I was five six years old again and I just could not tell you how ecstatic this thing has made me um, and I play with it literally every day like before we <laughs> leave I go up to it and I turn on the Dino Thrusters <laughs> and it goes doo <laughs> Boom! Oh, and I'm like, I can go to work now.
7: And then I go to work.
3: <laughs> But yeah, I love this thing. Um, yeah, th- this is like, this is this is my baby. So when you said bring your favorite toy, I was like, oh, oh that's an easy one. But I had to bring the box too. I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. You, the box is under the table. Like the, even the box is beautiful. I'll bring it out later. But it's yeah, it's awesome. you gotta protect that thing. Oh yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. Thanks, Sean.
1: that, yeah. was,
7: that was great. <laughs> Gary. Much like Sean, and I grew up in a family where we didn't have a lot of money. Most of my toys came to me by way of, like, Rite Aid and pharmacy toys. You know, 2 $3, things you could get. I was Which made me very happy when they started carrying G.I. Joes. <laughs> I built most of my G.I. Joe collection at drugstores. And I loved my Joes. My Joes were great. And then this toy company called Remco mm-hmm. put out a line of figures... In the same size as your Star Wars figures, as your GI Joes, that were the Universal Classic Monsters. And right about that same time as the first time I got to see a wonderful little movie called *Creature from the Black Lagoon*, the the there was this huge hype. I'd never seen it before. I'd seen the creature, and you know, in the different magazines and whatever. I was a horror kid. And, you know, I was a horror kid. I loved them. But they were finally going to show it on TV, and there was this big two month promotion that the creature from the Black Lagoon is coming. And we were going to show it in 3D, because it was the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> and you had I to go to 7 Eleven to get the, the cheap 3, 3D glasses. But I remember that. They, I think that's an element
1: missing from today's 3D movies. The
7: Seven Eleven. Yes.
5: <laughs> go to your local
1: 7
7: to get so, your 3D glasses. Yes. I remember
0: that. You got your your 3D glasses at home and watched them on television.
7: And we go to the, 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 the drugstore, and my mom yells at me to come over here. Gary, come over and take a look at this. I go over there, and I look, and there's a creature from the Black Lagoon. Wow. And he looks beautiful to me. <laughs> you know, he's got the lines, you know, he's got... A wonderful sculpt on the face. He's textured, and he's just as articulate as any damn Star Wars toy.
1: <laughs> he can probably hold a blaster better too.
7: Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> oh, and what I loved about him is you know he's got the webbed hand, yeah. which fits perfectly over a Giorgio's face. <laughs> so it's just like his go-to move is get the grab you by the face. Yeah, yeah. and he uh, he ripped off many bad guys and good guys' faces. <laughs> and the reason this guy is so precious to me. Is this is about my tenth one? Because we would buy them, and I would—they I would, always only had—they had Frankenstein. I had a few of him. They had the—they had a bunch of Gilmans, and they had a bunch of Phantom of the Operas. And we're talking the old school, Cheney yeah, Phantom right. of the Opera. And he was just messed up. Yeah. But I would go with my GI Joes and run off into the woods and play, and do Joes. And invariably, when it came time to pack up everything and put it back in the box, he'd gone rogue. Uh, he blended. I, yeah, he blended. <laughs> so I literally, I like I said, when I say this is my tenth one. I mean, I'm literally, I went through nine of these guys, and then they, you couldn't get them anymore. You know, the line was gone. You know, and that's something that's you know, this is before the days of eBay. Right. This is before the days of finding stuff online. So I was heartbroken. I didn't have my toy anymore. But now you do, it's okay Yes, and then the Jaws figure comes out And I'm a friend with another Jaws fan And I went, hey, they've got the Jaws figures at Toys R Us And they've got, like, four of them I got mine, if you want one, let me know And Clay says, sure, what do you want for it? And I say, I don't know He's like, well, were you still interested in that Remco Gilman? I went, give (laughs) me Give me, give me mine, mine, (laughs) mine So I have him again And it just makes me happy you no. Know, I've got you know, I've got the big one they've got now. They've got they're like nine different Gilman yeah. figures out now. You can get. There's a Toys R Us one. There are a lot. Yeah, yeah there's there's a, was a McFarlane one they did all those years back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. There's a beautiful. Although McFarland was
1: clever and sort of circumvented the universe. Yeah, the universal, license, yeah, that's right. Right. How but, do you do that? They, they were changed. just McFarlane just monsters. Right. Right. Gotcha. He changed the head and the design. Just well, I mean, the, all the they they did Wolfman, Dracula, the creature, um, Hunchback. Uh, I think they did a Phantom because I remember having a giant pipe organ, mm-hmm. but they just called them MacFarlane monsters, and they used all of the same creatures, right? Yeah, but they couldn't. You know, they they didn't yeah, put their own song. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, they he
0: showed up name. on uh, on some him. television show as a, a monster, but he wasn't the monster from the movie. Right, but it was the Gilman, and I just can't remember what. Oh,
5: uh, the monsters,
1: was Uncle Gilbert. Yeah, Uncle
3: Gilbert was no, on one. Oh, sorry, was attacking
0: was? somebody somewhere. The only
1: thing I can think of
3: is Monster Squad. Yeah, he's in Monster Squad. He's, he's, in, he's monster in Monster Squad, squad and and, and that's when Fat Kid like shoots him with
7: a shotgun. You know.
3: His name is Taurus. Right,
4: there you go. My
3: people have showed up.
7: God, I love that movie. Um, <laughs> so reacquiring him as an adult and having one now, which I will not let out of my sight <laughs> after gone through so many of them. Right. Just don't I, play I with them outside. You've learned your
3: lesson, yes. okay? Play yeah. with them indoors. He
7: doesn't change
1: colors like Zartan. There's no reason to take him out there. <laughs> yeah, Although Funko will make one that does, I'm sure. I'm
7: sure. Huh. So it's like that, that when you said, you know, bring your, I mean, this, like I said, this was a quest. Yeah, yeah. Ain't getting one of these.
5: I have and this just, image now, though, of all these
7: gill out in the woods, oh, yeah. gain sentience, and now they have their own like stuff, like needs village. If you need one of these, go to the border of Jamestown and High Point, in North Carolina, and scour <laughs> the woods. There's like a two
3: block radius, <laughs> and you can probably find quite a few of these guys. You know, like like arrowheads.
2: Arrowhead. Yes. they <laughs> <We're> sitting <laughs> there like, "Why have you played with we're
7: me?" Oh,
3: we're trying. That switch.
7: You probably
11: turned into maniacs. Can you hear me? Is this coming through anywhere? All right, Um,
1: everybody that brought toys. I've got a couple more over there, but I want to make sure we get to you guys uh, before. What the heck? What What was that? I hope that was a present, right? Um, I want to be sure we get to you guys before we get to anything else. So anybody that brought a toy, how about coming on up over here? You can line up right here in the aisle and uh, I want to hear your stories.
6: Too. Gina. Oh, I can't. Well, and I will see some cool, cool toys. Cool oh, yeah, I'm
1: having
7: some flashbacks. <laughs> oh, oh man!
9: Wow. Oh By the way, don't stick pig's pencils in the little holes. That's a bad idea.
7: Ah, so stick what? you did that, did
9: you? Oh, well, I sure did.
1: <laughs> Alright, let's start with one per person at first and yeah, we'll what try you need to do
6: you know that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Choose for your I'm baby.
10: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Alright, well yeah. I'm glad yeah. you went with yeah. that, that. one. Yeah, first of all, what's your name? Thomas. Thomas. Alright, Thomas. Yeah. So show the show the crowd. This is the micronaut. And this is the ones that were they were metal. you can tell because they're all loosey-goosey. Yeah, he's 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 loose, and if you look at his face, he looks like Parker Stevenson from, uh, from The Hardy Brothers. Or, <laughs> I don't know if they used him or not, but um, these guys were awesome. And my mom, she was she was a bargain shopper. Like, man, she, JCPenney Outlet, that's where my stuff came from, and it might have been like two years later, but I, I mean, so it I was, I, I had, I had it, yeah, yeah, and um, so, like, when I was probably 35, my dad brought boxes over, He's like, here's oh, your crap, and I was oh, like, no. you know, and you're like, I'm not gonna put out and so, I'm a teacher, and so I kept it for a while, my wife was like, make that go away, and so I, I, told, <laughs> all, I told all my students who I knew were, were cool common kids, I was yeah. like, look, I'm putting my stuff out, I want someone that's gonna play with this, and so I ended up selling all my, you know, most of my, I kept some things, but most yeah, yeah. of my, uh... Stuff to kids that were like, What's this? and I tell them the story behind it. So, um, oh, so you've been doing this a long time, yeah, 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 right, right. So, um, you are like, Toy Stories, why am I not running, down? right, right? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so these are my things, very so. cool, awesome. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's go ahead and I want to see the Batman
3: and Robin walk, yeah, the walkie talkies, um, oh, man, oh, those CDs. things are awesome. Right. Right. So Robin's,
10: Robin's antenna is broken, unfortunately. Batman's Batman's goes up. Uh, I have an older brother, and he always got to be Batman until he was too cool to play with those action figures, and then, then I got him, and then, then the friend that came over, you get Robin without the <laughs>
4: Batman. <battery laughs> you know. um, cool. And you know, I mean, you're running around the
10: house, you're hiding behind stuff, and you're, you're Batman and Robin. <laughs> Giant you're just, wire. Right, Over here. <laughs> uh, so, so, you so know, these are uh, and then my GI Joe, uh, And this uh, one is, I've got a box of them, but this is the best one I have. And I didn't bring the M1 rifle that still had the the, the tip on. Oh, nothing, you know, right, right. Uh, but he's got his sidearm holster. Yeah. Uh, the pants and the and the jacket don't actually match up. Um, several of them. I've Apparently, chewed on as a kid. So they got some all spots. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he the <laughs> r- yeah, yeah, yeah. So has we've got the, the, the plastic, of plastic hair and oh, the fuzzy hair. Is that the fuzzy hair? got the real toe. G.I. Joe reporting for duty. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and some oh. Kung Fu oh. grip, which don't last over the years. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, there's um, no more Kung in his food. No, no. It's no, <laughs> just food. The yellow uh, six wheeled ATV. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he sits up in that. That's the thing my brother might have had. And so, you know, there were the three lines of shows. There were these guys, and they got a little bit shorter. Yeah. Uh, and then they went to the little, you know, for what? For, yeah, those are the ones that I played with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hero. That, was, yeah. that was my stuff. That yeah, yeah. was because so, um, of Transformers so this is my Joe. This is
2: my Joe. Cool. Awesome. So very cool. Thank you so
0: much.
10: Thank more
0: toys, but the you Come on up,
10: sir. All right.
1: What's your name? Alex. Thanks for coming in, Alex. Uh, I see you have a very familiar face. Come on and face oh, the, the audience wow. here, Show them what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. This
11: Godzilla. is this is a Godzilla figure from um, from America actually. It's only a few years old. It's about ten years old. Okay.
4: I think I had it. <laughs>
11: um, it's based off a the two thousand one version of Godzilla. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got this this was actually the very first Godzilla toy I ever had as a kid. And he's in remarkably good shape for being this old. Um got them at a KB Toys in 2005. Yeah, yeah. I remember getting them, and for being I mean, again, he went into the bathtub and all sure. that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, he did. He well, well,
5: Clearly, he did. Like but those Bondi those are
1: sturdy toys. Yeah.
11: Oh, those are. Hard yeah, the are. Right. Like, I'm pretty
10: sure. Right. About that. Right. Oh, we we
11: like no. The the side side? Side? I don't think oh, that. Part I part did that in a video back a few years ago. I shot a movie and we had this as the Godzilla in the film, and I literally threw it off a balcony for the scene. Is it up online or anything? Yeah. 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 Now I threw it onto the grass so no but put it like, can we see it online or um, yeah you can
5: put it over tell us where do we find
11: you are it um, it's on my YouTube channel which is um, Alex D. Berger I know it's a weird name no no, um, I'm Phantom Troublemaker
1: come on yeah <laughs> but
11: the film is called um, When the Figures Fight Back Part 1 okay oh. it's basically like a film where like it's sort of like like, Toy Story, though, what if Andy realized the toys could talk? Dude, that's awesome. Oh,
5: and I'm, like, having an so
11: argument with the Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla.
5: figures. <laughs> so, Alex the Burger so on YouTube. YouTube. So yep. You uh, everybody it? check that out. There's
6: anything that appeals to you. See, what he, what he neglected to say is that, that started an epic ball rolling. <laughs> that's one of, like... Yeah. 100 Thousands. figures now. Yeah, there is a, All yeah, Godzilla, is all across the board. And well, and and that's, what, that's kind of what I wanted was was a lot
1: of this stuff was going to be like, this is the key to why I don't have any room in my house.
6: Because <laughs> <laughs> there's always that one gateway toy. That's you true. Know? A lot of it was your fault, yeah, yeah. too, because when, when Godzilla 2014 came that's out, You'd put on, like, uh, Facebook and everything, Just got my big, uh, just got my big guy till- i get him strapped in, I'm like, we're off, we're off, toys our us! We found all, we found, like, three of them. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I grabbed one of those, that thing's beautiful. Although, it's heartbreaking, the missing electronic component. Yeah, I know. Because it the grill in the chest. chest but it doesn't do anything. But it doesn't do anything. So There's, like, a weird,
11: like, screw hole through like battery compartment. You can tell. I like of the tail. Planned it when you're putting it on. You can see it. Yep. It's, it's the... still in the shape of the battery compartment. No screw though. Yeah. It just looks like it was just molded well, on. Like it they couldn't have been we're price point. It was still fifty over. bucks.
1: Well, well, <laughs> I, well, and the bins are to too now. tiny. electronics and stuff. I mean, they could have been eighty bucks, and they might yeah. I'm like, you know what? We don't want to charge eighty bucks yeah. this. They're gonna sell it as a forty-dollar expansion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. EA DLC all over again. What is your name?
6: I am Bobulaski. And uh, welcome. Thank you for coming Sir. out. And I see you have a, a
1: blast from the past. I do. I truly appreciate it. I had this is a 1975,
6: 1976 uh, Shogun Warrior. Oh. And they had very. They were, I believe in this line there was four different ones, and um, they've made these in. Big, small. I think in the yeah, around eighty, one. they made the oh, giant one. Oh yeah, the eight one. one. Yeah, oh. And then
7: uh, they made a Godzilla something. Yeah,
6: they, did, they with, did. With the tongue, with the with the shooting. Yeah, face. look yeah. at them over there. That's. I black. got three of them. <laughs> But this came from a J.C. Penney in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and my grandmother bought it for me. Oh. Oh. This was like in like seventy-five, seventy-six. This thing was like I think twelve ninety-five.
12: Wow. wow! Which, if you
6: think about it, that's like fifty-dollar Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mom didn't think I should have it because I would probably break it. Sure. So my mother and my grandmother proceeded to go ten rounds in the middle of a JC <laughs> <laughs> But Grandma. Uh, all Forty years later, yeah,
2: still, still still insane, it.
3: But yes. grandmother, knowing like her her yep. grandson is like, no, he's cool. He'll handle
6: That's it. Right. <laughs> um, well, well, this guy's face mom. everywhere. Went to college. Goes out and I play I play guitar in a band. He goes out and gets yeah, with me. Oh, yeah, the Geeks <laughs> Band play around Atlanta. Cool, nice. So, um, they actually changed this three times, with that kind of looks the same. This was the first version, it has um, wheels on the bottom and the legs actually fold up, so he can kind of walk around. Um, the back part, the missiles will actually go up like this, and uh, Mattel, even in 75, 76, gotten a, a lot of people got uh, complained about it because the missiles will actually...
7: So, yeah, nobody open your mouth because <laughs> you won't choke on the rocks! <laughs> <number one. laughs> so, so How'd you lose the rockets, DragonCon? Is that right? Well, that was <laughs> such that a trick! Underneath I it's, a right.
3: underneath his uh, I my uh, favorite toy uh, from DragonCon. Dragon it's it's room. underneath
0: his chair right
10: I there. You yeah. <laughs> <it. laughs> should have shot him out of it's We went wrong right here.
6: With my creatures. So they changed it to where these would be up like this and just had no rockets that would fire so yeah. that's but that's my uh, that's by far my most cherished toy dude that's impressive because all the rest of us have like yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: I mean, that that back in the day my with toys, toys were metal, literally. Yeah. It is, it
1: is I mean, awesome.
11: Things... Might be a little lead in there. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, seriously, like, that was the cool part. Like, when you got your toys Absolutely. in the 70s and the 80s, that was what was great about them, is that uh, up until about the middle of the 80s, you got metal for your mm-hmm. toys. Mm-hmm. Like, my Voltron was die cast. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. if you took off a leg and you threw it at somebody's head, yeah, you yeah. would crack a skull. I mean, yeah. that was what made those things...
4: Just awesome.
0: We know Come on, man, what you got?
4: First of all, what is your name? Uh, I'm Kevin from uh, the Flopcast, also on uh, ESO Network. Welcome to the Needless Things podcast. Pleasure, Phantom. We will see more of you in the future. I hope so. Uh, if we were playing a match game here, we'd have a match right now, because I brought a mic print.
12: Oh! oh. oh.
4: Which, this was such a great line. This was MIGA, also. Yeah. As they were getting out of the eight-inch superhero business, they were getting into micronauts Micronauts. It was yeah. so wonderful. And micronauts also had little deadly plastic weapons that got in
2: mm-hmm. trouble mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. um, I, do you know I brought this micronaut. This is a time traveler, technically. The, which was kind of a lower
4: peasant class of Did the Micronauts. Right. But, um, I brought this one for two reasons. Uh, for one thing, it fit in my luggage. <laughs>
3: That's how little space you had in your luggage. <laughs>
4: It is a micro knot. Yes. Uh, and the other reason I brought this is because this micro knot competed in a Cub Scout Pinewood Derby. Oh. <laughs> Did he win? That's, yeah, did he win? Well, that's the the Pima Derby for me. That's the, you get the, the block of wood and you carve it into a car. and Then they race down a ramp and you race against your creepy Cub Scout If you choose to carve it into the block of a car,
1: because I was in Cub Scouts and I do remember some that just
4: stuck wheels on the block of wood. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an option. I, I carved a little driver's seat into mine because oh I wanted my Micronaut so to race. Cool. It did indeed win the race. Yeah. Yeah. In my memory, it actually leaned out and blocked the car in the lane. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like to think it went down. I'll I'll take that.
0: We did awesome.
2: <laughs>
1: Up here and see how we're doing on time because oh yeah so uh, I've, I've got a couple more up here do you guys uh, actually you know what what I'd rather do well I'll, I'll do I'll do one more of mine in a couple minutes is there anybody that maybe didn't have the opportunity to bring a toy that would like to. Just share something about a specific toy, Gina. I you're for, clearly being well. Prompted. First of all, my
9: my first my first toy memory is also the Mego uh, uh, Superman, because uh, we're probably close close to an age. Mm. And I was like about five when I when I first had that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think the the Chris the big one for me was st- the original Star Wars action figures. Though I mean those were just so great. Even though I love the Migos, and I had a lot of different Migos of all the different lines they had. But uh, just. Just that little size, you could fit in your pocket. It just, it really, it really resonated, and it's the, really the only toys I've, from from my childhood that I have today, because when I was when I was like twelve years old, I was at a local department store and they had that Darth Vader head case.
10: Yeah.
9: And I will tell you, that's the best money I ever spent, because all those figures are still in the exact, whatever shape they were in, when I put them in there, they're still in that exact shape now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
0: what cool about one. your special ones that you sent off all the little...
9: Oh, yeah. Uh, they used to have a thing on the back of the, 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 the booster bl- cards for us, the Star Wars figures, where you could send like a dollar in, and it would send you this, like, action, this accessory pack of all kinds of stuff. Like Luke's backpack to carry Yoda in. Those do do, the clear thing,
4: masks and, gas masks. masks.
1: Oh, Absolutely, I love this yeah. And a
9: and bunches of packs of weapons, because of you always lost the weapons, yes. because nobody's hand could hold a weapon worth a crap in that line.
1: But then you end up with a blue stormtrooper
9: rifle, which
1: was <laughs> that, <yeah>. super <laughs> weird. That
9: was weird. I remember the it improved guy
1: the guy accuracy, that turned, though. This turned blue
9: And, <laughs> <laughs> and I always remember, like, the Han Solo's gun hand was always like this. Someone remembers that? Yeah. It was just Huge. so bizarre and weird. Was like, no one holds a gun like that. I grew up in the country. I saw people hold guns, and that's not it. And if you can
1: <laughs> if you can get the gun into their hand, it's always like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you're coming you from the
9: left, you are a
3: dead man. Anybody else? <laughs> no. Let
5: me ask you a question to the room, though, with Star Wars figures, whoever had the original ones. Yeah. Uh, how many people, when you lost your lightsabers, got out your parents' cocktail...
4: Toothpicks
0: that were your mom's pink curler. If uh, you had those roll up curls, oh god, yes. yeah, yeah, <laughs> <else>.
12: yeah. Any <laughs> thin plastic cylinder in a storm, just there you
1: go, got it. Yeah, old dick All summer. right, we've got another one. What's your name? My
12: name's Danielle,
1: and um, what is your Toy Story?
12: Um, actually. I wanted to bring, but my real item is at my house, but it's too big to bring. Um, it's the Thundercats Cat Slayer. Oh, uh, nice. and, um, it's, I, I'm a big 80s toy collector. I have a toy room It's full well, of 80s
5: toys. You were in the right place. Yes.
12: <laughs> um, and um, But it, it was my piece that I, I searched for forever and ever. Um, and a friend finally found it for me in New York at a flea market, and they mm. bought it for me and shipped it down to me. Um, but the reason it's so important to me is because... I was a girl. I, I was born in 81, um, and my mother, she bought me girl toys. I had Rainbow Brite. I had my little pony, you know, and that's awesome, and I have that stuff now, and it's great, but I didn't really get boy toys, you know, and my brothers were younger than me, so by the time, you know, but my cousin, Jeremy, I would go over to his house every other weekend. He had everything. I'd bring my shearers over, we'd play human and shearer together, but he had Thundercats, and I did not, and that was, I loved Thundercats and I would look forward to every other weekend to go over and play with his cat slayer and those Thundercats. so when I got older, that's the piece I wanted more than anything else, the one I never had as a kid.
1: Now, what, was the, what did it take to get one?
12: Yeah, Like, yeah. what
1: was the journey to getting one?
12: Yeah, that was my, my friend, actually. I looked, you know, I flea hunt all the time for toys and stuff like that, and I never found one. And so I actually have a friend that collects in New York, and they finally found one in the flea market, and they picked it up for me and, and shipped it down to me, and it, it had all its parts of light still work and everything. Oh, the light actually oh, still
3: worked? Yeah. I was going to ask oh. if the light still worked. <laughs> <laughs> one
12: door. I need one door. But uh, other than that, okay. it's
3: complete. Okay, now, so, awesome. this is a question for me. Because yeah. I used to love my Thundercat toys as a kid, but yeah. I remember the, the actual toys weren't they about twelve inches tall? They were pretty big, weren't they're, they?
12: They're larger. They're not twelve inches. Yeah. They're like they're almost um, like six Yeah. You know, they're around they're six. big. Yeah. Okay. Big. And what's awesome about that line, when you think about all '80s toys, is every sculpt is unique, and that that's yeah. what I think makes Thundercats so awesome. Is they're all completely different yeah. and, and and really detailed.
1: Well, that's I what they had going for them over He-Man. Was with He-Man, yeah, you had the same like basic body head. for everything. Right. Yeah. Once, you know, to an extent, I appreciate because they had to get really creative with what they did, but Thundercats blew them out of the water. Yeah. yeah. Because every piece, a lot was of them had, had the same legs as Panthro yeah. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Thank so you so much. I appreciate it. Anybody
7: else?
1: <laughs> Is this. We're not. Yeah,
11: we're not, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't, I don't right. need to talk like, right into
1: it. Yeah, just talk right, right. right into I'm it. I'm going to put this right in your face. That's all right. That's all
2: right. What's your name? My name's Craig. Um, my story is actually from 1984. Um, I, my collection already consisted mostly of Star Wars and, and He-Man at that point. But um, we're taking a road trip. And I'm, I'm six years old at this point, or five at the time. Um, and we're taking a road trip from Florida to Pennsylvania. Uh, we're about to leave. We're prepping a few items. I'm with my dad in the mall, and uh, we stopped in Playland real quick. Uh, Playland's it was the toy store at the time. KB was just starting to really come around. Um, and they had a little side chipper of uh, carded transformers oh. and they you know it just started to hit so i got a bumblebee and a gears and those were my toys for the trip they were with me that whole ride that whole because we drove up to pennsylvania and back so that whole time bumblebees and gears didn't leave me um and that christmas that christmas was my G.I. Joe Transformers Christmas. That's what, you know, I kept collecting He-Man, but that Christmas was, that started me on G.I. Joe and yeah, Transformers yeah. big time. Um, and the funny thing is, my Bumblebee actually ended up being a Bumble Bumblejumper. So oh. oh, so he had the face mask? Did, yeah. it didn't enrage
7: so,
1: you, though? Like, when you realized it, when you were like, wait, he's the wrong vehicle, or the wrong
2: color, or what's happening? Yeah, and it took me a little bit to realize, but then it just started me on... The horrible downward spiral of variations. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So then that just that's turned very bad. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as it does. As it does. Yeah. We all know. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> just, Which right. is well, awesome. they well, much, what they
2: intended.
7: Well, I need to see. I need you to stand up so I get a better look at your shirt because I see.
3: <laughs> It's Mum Skeletor, Culper, Combinator, and, and Mum-Ra. Uh, Boys of
4: yeah. the Hoods. <laughs> nice.
3: Right. But, you know, it's funny. You talk about the Bumblebee. I was uh, obsessed with getting Transformers around the same time um, because I just gotten that Voltron. I was like, my parents are going to give me a, a Transformer so I could have Transformers Voltron, even though scale is totally off. And they never got me one. And then one day my dad woke me up, and he got me the only Transformer they could get at the time, which was Cliffjumper. You know, I remember a little tiny yeah, Cliffjumper. And that has been, like, my Transformer huh? for... Ever. Like, and I, there is like, I have like a secret club of like Cliff Jumper lovers. Like, I love, I love that damn toy, man. Like,
7: people who love
3: Cliff Jumper, right? Um, yeah, let's go with that.
1: But, <laughs> but I totally, I, I'm with you on that. All right, we've got just a few more minutes. Uh, so I'm gonna grab one more because it was the one. Oh, uh, oh did you? I didn't, oh, realize well, I was you not were... gonna
0: talk about a toy that I had, but when you were talking about that being metal and all mm-hmm. the metal toys. Yeah. Because um, I lived in Okinawa in uh, the 60s -hmm. when I was uh, like in the first grade and we would go down to the market and these guys that were selling toys, they'd have their little toy shops with all their metal robots and Mm -hmm. automated police cars and fire trucks and all that stuff. Every single one of them turned on, right? So when you were standing there as a little six-year-old kid, you're just like... I want every single bit of that. And of course, my parents never would buy us any of this stuff because the police cars were like that big. And they would be like backing up, turning around, going around, and just, and all the robots and stuff, just, sensory overload. And to this day, I'm still drawn to that sort of stuff, If we're like, if it does something makes a noise, if it's metal, if it's Japanese, so. Although I don't have any of that because I don't have money.
1: I thought the big I thought the big finish of that story was going to be, and I have a massive room in the house oh, no. full of
7: retro <laughs>
1: Japanese toys.
3: All,
0: uh, almost all the toys at our house. <clears throat>
3: <laughs> Tina is looking at shame
0: Like no,
1: <laughs>
3: no, that's we, something to we be have, proud you know, of. We have oh,
0: storage, like where you pay. Right. With boxes of to- we were, in fact we were going to go through it, but wrong with that. No, wait there's there's it. Nothing, we did kind of we didn't bring with it. I mean, no, to good. to give away for I mean some stuff that's on the bottom tier of collections Gina's giving
5: it a, you <laughs> go to hell one.
0: okay no, no, no in the back over here you Gina, can't see it but there these is. two
3: they're our eyeballs she's, she's like we're going to give it right. away you're like
0: what we were going to give it for to, to give away as prizes during the she's
7: still giving you what the hell are you talking
0: about <laughs> oh, no no no, no, no. <laughs> totally you totally agree to re- that re- oh yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> she agreed to oh, it well we are we're out of time I want to thank everybody very much for coming out. Uh, Everybody that shared a toy story, thank you so much for coming in and doing that. We really appreciate it. I wanted this to be an interactive panel. And you guys really did it. Uh, Please remember to check me and the recording of this episode out at needlessthingsite.com. We're going to have business cards up here, too. And everybody just run down the line and put your stuff over.
7: I am Gary Mitchell. Yes, really. I am Gary underscore Mitchell with one L on the Twitter. I am here. Underscores. Yeah, underscores. Uh, you can find me with the American Sci Fi Classics Group on Facebook or under my own name and on the Revcast for the Revcast podcast, which is by revolution.sf.com, created by that gentleman over there. <laughs>
3: and uh, I'm Sean Rizzotto. I am uh, the host of Sean Castick. You can find me at SeanKastic.com. That's Sean with the U. Um, and you can also find me on Twitter at Numaz. That's P N E U M A Z.
1: Every time you say that, I have to do a mental check and think he did not just say com. Nope, not SeanCassidy.com, but I should look into getting that name. You, you really should. should. I,
7: <laughs> I keep meaning to ask you where Numas E came from. Oh, it's
8: yeah, a whole story later. Uh, I'm Monkey, so you can find me on com on uh, Facebook and just straight from the website. It's got links to my artwork and uh, to my Etsy site to where you can buy stuff, uh, including the new... Uh, uh, Weird Science and uh, Claremont Lounge mashup and a nice. real genius uh, Marriott <laughs> mashup. The foosball uh, is and the one the foosball that blows my
10: mind.
8: Yeah. Did you so, do the back to the con one here? I'd, yeah, the back to the con is uh, on there as well. So, uh, all those are available on the uh, Etsy website. Nice. If you'll Google belligerent monkey, you'd be shocked at how few
1: belligerent monkeys there are online. <laughs> so,
5: it'll check, be this guy.
0: Check out that work. This is a popcorn. That's some good
1: stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's from Real Genius from the end when they uh, yeah,
3: shot Yeah, yeah they i used a,
0: that like one time.
3: Uh, yeah, they use a laser basically yeah. and they fry this guy's house guy with popcorn as a laser. And finally,
1: thank you, sir. Put over your.
5: Stuff. Michael Bailey, views from dot com, Bailey's Batman dot com, uh, Fortress of Bailey dot com, which I <laughs> That's my favorite by yeah. the way. Fortress of Bailey. <laughs> that was <good>. my favorite. <laughs> That's good. Um, just a bunch of different podcasts I do and uh, I, I, I like comics <laughs> I would never have guessed yeah. You guys remember
1: uh, Go in the Dragon Con app If Please. you enjoyed this, give it five stars If if there are different things you'd like to see You can fill in the comments section And uh, thank you so much for coming
7: out
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: laughing at myself because I recorded an outro and forgot to hit record because I'm very tired. Uh, I'm so tired that in the intro I forgot to mention that you can find the Needless Things podcast on iTunes and on Stitcher as well as at needlessthingssite.com where 5 days a week almost every week uh we will post stuff about toys, movies, music, pop culture and all manner of dorkery next week we'll have a fresh new Dragon con podcast for you and uh, spread the word you guys. If you like the podcast, please do share it online. Uh, we need listenership we need support. Uh, I need I need the word to get out there because I want to do the show in different places. I want to do the game show I want to do the podcast all of it. I, I, I would like to I'd like to get around as the Beach Boys say uh also this is it for the underoos monday night this thing ends so send your email to phantomtroublemaker@gmail.com. at gmail.com subject underoos tell me your favorite now uh, what you'd like to see and win yourself some nerdy underwear nerdy comfortable underwear the reviews still haven't gone up yet because i still haven't received the review samples so that'll happen as soon as it can happen uh, what else? We're a proud part of the ESO Network, which you can find at ESOPodcast.com. And just uh, stay tuned in. Join the Needless Things Facebook group. Look up Needless Things Podcast on Facebook and, and give us your input. We'd love to hear it. And, and everybody that writes or whatever for the site is involved there, so you can talk to them, too. But mainly, spread the word. Let other people know about Needless Things, because we need your support. Love you guys.